0: okay hello everyone uh welcome back to the pumpkin seeds podcast this is going to be episode seven and this is a stacked one today um i purposely turn the recording device on about a half hour before i'm supposed to train a client so that i don't ramble for too long Uh, i want to cover two things today so for those of you that have been following along uh, and who follow my Instagram, you know about what happened on Monday, um, about the unfortunate DM that I got, um, and I posted a story, I mean a, a video about it on my Instagram, and uh, if you're really up to date, you'll know that that video is no longer live, and so I wanted to talk about that. Um, I want to first make it clear that this kind of a message is one that I've never gotten before. Um, And it's what sparked this conversation in me to talk about the difference between unasked for unwanted attention and threats of violence. Um, And I'd never seen that before. I'd seen guys get like, bitchy or try to like hurt my feelings after a rejection but I've never had anyone say those kinds of things to me before and it really shook me a lot um, and it kind of brought me to this place where I had to sit with myself and my thoughts and my feelings and figure out what exactly I wanted to do about it because so here's here's my problem I have made it clear that I would like to be an advocate for women's uh, right to empower themselves and their bodies and their sensuality and their sexuality. I basically just want us to be able to live, right? And as a, as someone who who's here f- to support women and to talk about the things that I deal with as a woman, um, it's really easy to fall down this rabbit hole of... Constantly just talking shit about men, and I don't want to be that person um, because that's not that's not who I am. I don't I don't want to be a name and shame page. Uh, I don't want to be part of the call out culture because I think that's what's wrong with social media. Um, and so this 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 message came to me and my first reaction was I did not want to post it um, I just wanted to ignore it I just wanted to pretend it didn't happen and I just wanted to hide in a hole but then this this new Trojan horse leader that I've built inside my brain was like no we have to talk about this because there's no fucking way that you're the first person he's done this to and I talked to the people that are in my life that are important to me about what I should do. And of course, it's up to me. And so I was like, I had a decent chest workout. I was feeling good about myself. I was feeling strong and powerful. And I was like, okay, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to post about it. And the post did exactly what I, I needed. It it brought a community around me of people who could relate and who um, empathized with my story and who had stories of their own and it made me feel better but it put me in this place uh where I felt uh, I don't know how to say this properly I don't know how to say this the right way I am a very positive person I'm a happy person I'm a lighthearted, positive person. And I feel like that's why people gravitate towards me and my page because I'm pretty happy most of the time. And I don't really let things bring me down. Um, I have copious amounts of confidence in the right directions on the right days. And I'm shameless. And I feel like my light, airy realness and Uh, lack of uh, of apologizing for who I am allows the people that follow me to do the same. And I'm recognizing that the more I talk about the negative things, the more I slowly slide down this slippery slope to one of these call-out culture name and shame people, and I don't want to be that person. So I put the video up, and the video is very emotional and i i always do that i if i'm feeling something i press the record button i'm not someone to sit down and take notes i'm not someone to try to get my words right i'm not someone to try to script out what i want to say i just let it flow because i feel like people connect to that because it's genuine emotion right and when it's genuine emotion you can feel it but i went back and rewatched it this morning and it's funny. It was so raw. Like my my fear and my emotion was so raw in that video that my first thought was, I don't want my mom to see this. I don't want the people that love me to watch this. I don't want my mom to hear me say that someone could hurt me the way that I said it in the video. And it caused a physical reaction in my body and it made me feel very sick so as whoever uh, the the seven people that listen to this podcast that that like the way that I think or 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 can relate to whatever I say I'm, I'm going to say this thank you to everybody who messaged me commending my bravery for posting the video and I need you to know that I took it down for the same reason that I put it up I put it up because it's a topic we need to talk about and I feel like I'm in a relationship my life's pretty happy and I'm a very positive person so by looking at my Instagram it's very easy to assume that not a lot of bad shit happens to me and not a lot of negative things happen to me and because I'm in a relationship it's a lot it's really easy to assume I can't relate to the single girls out there dealing with this so I wanted to post it to let you know that these kinds of messages are constant They don't go away and they are still happening. And it's a conversation we can't stop talking about, right? We can't just talk about it whenever it happens. We have to keep talking about it because I want you to go through your Instagram feed right now and every woman that you scroll by a photo of at some point in her day, today, tomorrow, yesterday, at some point, she will get a message like that and she won't say anything about it. She'll just ignore it. But you don't forget those messages, And when I posted that video, a bunch of my friends, my friends, who I talk to on a daily basis, reached out to say that they've gotten the exact same message from the same person. So this is a problem that's still happening, and it's important to talk about it. That being said, I am also, I'm a big believer in let's recognize the problem, let's address it, Let's have an educated conversation about it and then let's move on and not move on to forget it, not move on to shove it under the rug and not talk about it anymore, but to be better, to take a step over it, to be better because of it, to learn from it and to grow forward. So I took the video down because I don't want it on my feed. I don't want the words that he said to me and the words that I said out loud I don't want them on my feed because I don't want to dwell on them. I don't want to give him any more power or attention because he's clearly doing it for attention. I also don't want it to be focused around this one person. Okay, there's not just one guy in the world DMing all these girls, okay? This this is a thing that happens. But that being said, I also don't want to seem like someone who thinks all men are like this because I don't my life is full of nothing but beautiful, amazing, courageous, gentle, understanding, empathetic, and emotional men. I have wonderful men in my life and in my family and in my friend group and my boyfriend, obviously. And I don't, I don't want the unfortunate voices of the lesser of their species to be the ones leaving a mark on my timeline so i'm not going to stop talking about it and you know what it was the reality check that i needed because i hadn't gotten a message like that in a little bit and it was a good reminder that just because i'm posting up my boyfriend so a lot of these guys are leaving my feet alone doesn't mean they're not still out there and they're clearly still bothering other girls so it was a good reminder for me but I recognize it, I talked about it, I had a cry, and now I'm moving on. And the reason why this isn't going to be its whole episode is because this actually kind of ties into the episode I wanted to do today, which was I wanted to talk about my OnlyFans. And this is a perfect tie-in because one of the things that he said was, you know, one of his one of his <laughs> uh, facts to prove what a attention whore and slut that I was was that I had an OnlyFans. And that's actually why I started my OnlyFans, and I want to talk about it, because I made a video on my Instagram when I first made it, and it was mostly lighthearted and funny, because that's who I am. But some of you don't follow me on Instagram, or you maybe didn't watch the video, because it was a while ago, and I feel like I want to talk about it, because the link is still in my bio. So let's talk about the journey that was my OnlyFans, and where we're at now, and why it started. So OnlyFans started in the summer, um, mostly as a lighthearted joke, because I was posting up pictures of myself in my bikini like every day, right? Because I was like straight feeling myself this summer. Um, And I was getting a lot of comments about it, right? And it was right when quarantine first hit before the summer that I went off Instagram for like two months because by the end of the winter time, I was getting, my my Instagram was like 87% men, And I started my Instagram because my hope was to empower women. Um, And that's not what happened. What happened was I just became this like soft porn page for guys. Uh, And it made me feel really guilty and dirty and gross. And so I deleted my Instagram because I was like, I need a break from all this attention. Um, It's affecting my mental health. um, And it's kind of confused my mission. Like, why am I fucking here? Like, what am I doing? What is this Instagram for? What am I doing? So I took a break and when I came back, um, what I was posting about the things I was talking about, I came back refreshed and focused on my goal, which was I just wanted to empower women to feel good because I feel like a lot of society and a lot of marketing, even right now when it's like geared towards like they're doing better, but it's still there's always just going to be a little bit of you're not good enough without this product. You're not good enough unless you look like this or sound like this or talk like this or walk like this. And so I just wanted to be another positive page for girls to go through on their Instagram. You know, I wanted you to have to like speed through the the 75 Instagram models and get to someone who was just talking about the real shit. That's what I wanted. And I think I did a better job of that throughout the summer. But I was still, of course, getting a lot of attention because I was single too, right? And I was like, you know what? I am posting these photos and I'm doing it all for free and like I had heard about this OnlyFans thing and I was like man if I started one of those I'm sure I could at least be paying my phone bill like just as a joke right and then a couple of my friends I was with were like dude you should just fucking do it like why not and I was like yeah maybe haha whatever um but of course I also had that like not negative undertone when talking or looking at OnlyFans but like I didn't think it was for me right I thought it was for like strippers and porn stars or people that are like in the sex work industry right I didn't think it was just for random girls um and it wasn't until someone made a fake OnlyFans account about one of my friends and like posted about it and was like oh yeah she's such a slut look at she's got an OnlyFans and I was like the fuck like what so now we're using it as a weapon to slut shame girls on social media that's what we're doing now and i was like okay so me being me because i gotta be difficult and go against the grain and fucking fight everybody all the time i was like you can't use an OnlyFans as a threat if i already have one right and then it was kind of like i wanted to challenge the undertone i wanted to challenge the assumptions that people made when they go to someone's instagram and in the bio it says only fans because i was listening to a podcast and they said also they were like just a heads up ladies if you have an only fans link in your bio you're a slut and i was like what the fuck like why <laughs> why like i think that's so stupid because only fans doesn't tell you what to post like, there's nothing on OnlyFans that says you have to post naked. You have to post coochie shots. You have to post masturbation videos. They don't say anything. You can just make an account and post whatever the fuck you want. And guys have accounts too. And I feel like no one's talking about that. Like, lots of dudes have accounts. You're actually encouraged to follow the guys that follow you on OnlyFans. And that way you can create a community. And you can post whatever you want. And so then I was like, it's quarantine. It's quarantine and I have a job, I'm bored, and I'm angry. So I'm going to do it. And I was like, and I'm just going to post bikini photos, pictures of me, the same kind of pictures I would post on my Instagram. But instead of posting long, beautiful captions about how I have the right to my body to inspire everybody, I'm just going to post the photo with like smart ass captions, whatever, and see what happens. And I posted regularly, probably like every other day to like three times a week for like the whole summer. And I got a decent following. I got up in the three digits um, and I was making a decent amount of money, like for someone who was just taking pictures of herself in her bedroom. And it was fun. And the attention I was getting on OnlyFans was more respectful than what I was getting on my Instagram. And... So as someone who's lived it and then now, so just so that we know where we're at now, I do still have it. I do have the link in my bio. I don't post on it. I'll be honest with you guys. I'm not posting on it right now, uh, but I do have the link in my bio. I have the link in my bio because my point still stands. And that is this. The difference between Instagram and OnlyFans is judgment. That's the only difference. There's lots of guys on their OnlyFans posting pictures of them fully clothed. There's lots of girls being fully clothed. The difference is OnlyFans has created a space where you have the right and the freedom in a judgment-free zone to explore your sexuality through photos, and then people can choose to support you in that by paying to see it. Which, in my opinion, is kind of a sign of respect. Now, obviously, that's not everybody. Like, there is, it is, it is technically porn. So, you are going to get messages from people asking to see you do certain things. My experience has been, all you have to do is say, I don't do that. And I haven't gotten any pushback. Like, zero. And I feel like it's important to point that out because the reason why this guy sent me this DM you know, threatening the things that he did and calling me the things that he did was because he made an inappropriate compliment. I'm using air quotes. He responded to my photo that I posted about my sweaters with my butt in it, because that's what I do. And he he responded in great detail as to all of the things he would do to my body if he came home and saw me like that. Now, remember, I didn't ask him. I didn't reach out and say, hey, just out of curiosity, right? He just entered my life with this information and i said to him that's too much information please don't talk to me like that and he attacked me on only fans i could have some guy or someone because you never know what they are they're always you know secret names i could have someone be like oh i want to see you know naked shots of you working out in the gym so from behind and all i'll say is yeah i don't do that and then they'd be like oh okay Like, I got zero pushback, right? Because the point of my my OnlyFans was like, I just wanted to prove that the only difference between OnlyFans and Instagram was judgment. I posted the same photos, right? And the attention I got was pretty much the same. Like, on OnlyFans... I got the same kind of compliments, like I'm beautiful and they love my power, my confidence. And it was mostly about confidence. Most of the compliments I got were about my confidence and how it was clear that I loved my body and that was really inspiring and beautiful. And then on Instagram, as long as the caption is right, right, you talk about body positivity or loving yourself or something like that, then you get good attention. But I just felt, I just felt the need to, 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 see what all the hype is about on OnlyFans. Like, why are all these girls getting slut-shamed by people making fake accounts of them? Like, what's the big deal? And what's the difference? And there isn't a difference. And it, I I kept the link in my bio because what's been happening now is now having an OnlyFans account is a joke. Like, like it's a joke everyone says, like, oh, I should probably just start an OnlyFans. Or like girls on Instagram, like Instagram models who post what, more like wackier shit than I post on my OnlyFans and they're like oh I would never stoop to that level I'd never have an OnlyFans I respect myself and I'm like really because I can see your coochie and this is Instagram so what is respecting yourself what is stooping to a level like what does that even mean and th- what causes all of that is just judgment it's just judgment and in my opinion a little bit of jealousy because any woman who has an instagram account and god forbid post a photo of her on vacation in a bikini knows the kind of attention she'll get and she knows that if she posted that same photo on OnlyFans, she probably would have made 30 bucks so i started the only fans because i was bored and i was exploring my comfort my comfort level in my body and my sexuality I keep the link in my bio as a test to your judgment levels when you first approach my Instagram. If you're new and you come to my Instagram page and you see that link in my bio and your first thought is slut, you should probably just go ahead and go to someone else's uh, page because I am not for you, sweetie. We need to get past this labeling people based on outside judgments. You don't know me. You don't know what I stand for. And unless you subscribe, you don't know what's on that OnlyFans. And unless you've had an OnlyFans, you don't actually know what to expect. So don't make judgments based on what you think or what you've heard because you don't know. I'm going to delete my OnlyFans. I'm not deleting it because of judgment though. I'm deleting it because OnlyFans is a legitimate site where women are legitimately making income and that's their job and I don't want to take away from that and I kind of want to respect that because I think it's fucking cool and you know what? It's hard. It is hard work what these women are doing. (laughs) Okay? Dudes ask for some really colorful shit. And if you are someone who is good enough in yourself and who you are to do some of that stuff, fucking hats off to you, queen. I see you. And I respect you. God damn. So I'm deleting mine because it doesn't serve a purpose to me anymore because I proved my point. But the point that I'm proving doesn't stop when the OnlyFans is deleted, right? The point is judgment and shame and i'm always going to go back to those words because that's the problem we have here and it was really easy for me to sit up on my pedestal where i was a couple of weeks ago and preach this to you guys about being shameless and for, you know ignoring judgment and don't care what people think because it doesn't matter because i hadn't been completely smacked in the face with someone's judgment in a long time and that happened to me this week and i'm feeling grounded and i'm feeling humbled So thank you again to everybody who reached out, to everyone who told me stories. I am recognizing that as someone with the kind of voice that I have who speaks about the things that I'm choosing to speak about, that pushback and backlash and negative attention is going to be something that happens. But I also have to remember that I'm a person and I'm a squishy person and I'm emotional And I have people in my life that I care about and there's a certain vibe and energy that I want to always give off and I never, ever, ever want to become a place where people go just for talking shit or just for name and shaming or just for call outs. That's not the person I want to be. I want to be lighthearted and funny. I want to talk about the things that matter to me. And there there, there are things that matter to me, but there's a way to go about it that's good for my mental health. So I appreciate everyone's support. I hope you can all understand my reasoning to take the video down. I left it up for a day. It got a decent amount of views and I took it down. Um, I will never stop being real and talking about the things that I'm thinking about, but I also will not change who I am or the energy that I wanna give out to the world um, because of the attention and energy that I get back, right? So messages like that don't get to change my vibe. They don't get to rule my Instagram. They don't get to blur my mission. And at the end of the day, mission the mission is just to love yourself and to feel beautiful and recognize that you're allowed to feel beautiful. And so my, my mission statement took a hit. And I was afraid to post on Instagram for a couple days. And I let myself feel that. I let that happen. I let myself take a couple days to breathe and to feel insecure and to worry about if I was an attention whore (laughs) or if I was a slut. I spent some time with my boyfriend who always makes me feel better. And I'm back now and I'm good and I'm okay. And my mission is strong and it's clear. My body is strong. My brain is strong. My heart is strong and I'm good to go. It's going to be okay. But I just needed to to explain to you guys why I chose to post it and why I chose to take it down. And I hope everyone can respect and understand that. The fight does not stop. The mission doesn't stop. But we also have to make sure we take a step back and check ourselves because mental health and energy are very important. So, yeah. I hope that all made sense. That was just me talking. But I just felt like those two things danced well together and I felt like I owed you guys an explanation. And as I said in the video before, I'll I'll close out with this. Whether it's Instagram, OnlyFans, Twitter, Snapchat, out in public, whatever. Catcalling and unasked for compliments and comments. They don't always feel good. Women, the, the women that are that are arguing this, that are, are complaining about being catcalled or getting compliments or comments, it's not that we don't want to feel beautiful. We just don't, we don't want to be forced to, <laughs> we don't want to be made into a beautiful sexual object outside of our own decision to do so. Right? Like, If I get really dolled up and post a photo on Instagram and you want to tell me that you think I'm beautiful or you like my dress or you like my hair, that's totally fine. I don't have to respond to you. I don't have to say anything. Even if you want to go a little bit farther, maybe you're feeling ballsy and you say I look sexy or whatever. Just recognize if you send a, a woman a message, an unasked for comment or compliment, she doesn't owe you anything. Okay, She doesn't have to respond. And If she does respond and she asks you not to do that, just fucking don't do it. (laughs) Like, apologize. Move on with your life. Don't attack her just because you're embarrassed. Because you don't know what kind of a day she's had. You don't know how many guys have sent her messages. And one of the most popular things I get from my guy followers is they're like, I just hate that. You know, I'll just compliment a girl because I like her. I think she's hot. And then she jumps down my throat and gets mad at me. Like, it's so hard to like hit on girls or, or compliment girls anymore. Well, that's because we have dudes like this guy who are calling us attention whores and sluts and threatening to rape us if we say the wrong thing. So like, if she jumps down your throat immediately, she doesn't want attention. And that's allowed. I just leave her alone. Right? But if she's nice to you, and she says, thank you, That also doesn't mean she's interested in you. She could just be really fucking terrified that you're a psycho. So ideally, unless what you say is completely, like if you are going to say something, say something that's polite and actually nice to read because everyone likes compliments. But recognize before you say something, recognize if what you're saying has anything to do with her or everything to do with you. If you're going to compliment someone, compliment them. Don't make them into something for you, about you. Because compliments are nice. At least that's my take on it. But if she doesn't respond, if she jumps down your throat, if if she's a bitch, she has every right to be that way. Because you don't know what kind of messages she's been fucking swatting away all day. You don't know. Okay. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Thank you for being a part of this conversation. (sighs) I'm feeling better. I'm glad I got that off my chest. I feel like that was a good talk to have. Um, If you give us a listen and you have thoughts or feelings about it, please feel free to message me. I love hearing from you guys. And the more people I talk to, the the more I learn and the more I just feel more well-rounded and immersed in this conversation and this problem and any of the problems or topics that I talk about. Um, I'll talk to you guys in the next one. I don't know what we're going to be talking about. Something lighthearted because, God, it's been a heavy couple weeks. Um, I appreciate all of you. And as always, and especially today, you are beautiful, you are sexy, you are desirable, you are respected, and your vanity is always welcome here. Thank you so much, guys. I love you all very much. That was the Pumpkin Seeds Podcast, and I'll catch you in the next one.